The Better Business Analysis Institute presents the Better Business Analysis podcast with Kingsman Walsh. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Better Business Analysis Podcast with Benjamin Walsh, proudly brought to you by the Better Business Analysis Institute. We've had a number of you visit our website and sign up recently. I just want to say thank you so much for those who have done our free course, posted it, and tagged us in. We really appreciate it. It helps us grow. It helps people know more about our organization and podcast, and it just helps make BAs better. And what I've noticed is there's a lot of people that are looking for a career change and they start listening to this podcast and it motivates them to become a BA. And for me, you know, that's awesome. Okay, so this episode, we are going to talk about a topic that, you know, it's actually been stuck in my head uh, for a while. I knew that this counter discipline existed, which comes out of the architecture space, uh, Tolgoff Bible for Architects. I knew that this position um, existed within the architecture space, and I knew that it overlapped with the areas of business analysis that I love. So I'm going to take us through the difference between a business architect and a business analyst. So the official definition uh, from, you know, (laughs) one source is business architecture is the blueprint but how an organization creates and delivers value. What a great sentence. How an organization creates and delivers value. That really talks to my heart because that, for me, is exactly what a BA should be doing. Now, usually, and this is dipping into the differences, a BA uh, is generating or maximizing value from a change. And a business architecture creates value, and we'll talk about how you create value in a minute. If we continue on in the definition, so a business architect or business architecture is the blueprint for how an organization creates and delivers value. It's like a map that shows the different parts of the business, how they're connected, and how they work together to achieve the organization's goal goals okay so if you think about an architect who will help build a house if you've ever watched grand designs uh, british british i'm sure there's an american equivalent great great show love it and there's you know architects who are working with clients and it's follows the building process and the designs are, are grand right they're not just everyday builds they're usually quite complicated you know, they've really got a bit of uh, hardcore architecture involved, or the architect's actually leading the project sometimes, uh, much to the um, sorrows of the budget of the person who's paying for it. Um, and, you know, they really crafted a structure. They usually have a model of what the house is going to look like. And, you know, they work with the building team who has to actually make it happen. Now, If you think that the business is the house, so your organization is a house, okay? So it could be your existing house, or it could be um, and a change towards this new house, or it could be a new build. So regardless, you either, and we'll talk about those two states. So there's either a current state house on the same piece of land you're talking about, your your business area, um, or a new build on the same piece of land. 
you conduct or work with an architect who will then you know design what the house should look like. And that is true business architecture. So if, if the piece of land was the business area and you were going to set up a new organization, the business architect could actually work out things like the capabilities that you need in order to exist. Would, they would map out all the elements, the specific components of business architecture for what you need. And if you were um, taking an existing house and you were changing it, or then they would work at the transitional state to get there. Okay, so they really talk about the organization as a whole. And there's a couple of, there's four key elements of business architecture that you need to worry about. So one is capabilities. So they are the skills and resources that an organization needs to deliver its products or services. So think about those more than um, processes. So they are the processes at the highest level, but they include the resources and the skills in order to deliver on those uh, areas. So the, the highest level processes of an organization is one way to say it in BA words. Um, obviously, there's the processes themselves, which takes something from um, X and takes it to Y. Um, and so that could be a manufacturing process. Um, it could be, you know, all the steps along the way. Uh, they actually use the term value stream uh, and they they use the word value stream, which links to the creation of value um, because it should be in terms of what the end customer is getting. Okay, not internally focused, external. And that's one of the differences we'll talk about soon. Information. So they talk about what is the data and knowledge that an organization needs to operate effectively. Uh, it could be things like if you're a hospital, there may be patient records or medical protocols or financial data, and then the organization itself. So the business units, the departments, the teams, the reporting relationships, the stakeholders within an organization. So capabilities, processes, actually value streams, I would say, uh, and not processes, and, and that helps define the differences here. Uh, information and organization. Okay, so a well-designed business architecture, just like a house, means that an organization is aligning its strategy with its operations. And I talk a lot about the uh, enterprise and strategic analysis space of business analysis. And this is where the overlap is the strongest. For me, you could argue that if a BA is playing in the strategic and enterprise analysis space and very much more shifting left, they are dipping into business architecture. And actually, there are some well-defined ways of doing this which business architecture um, have already, you know, laid the blueprints and the foundations for, and we should be using those techniques. Okay, so a bit like when we go, you know, so far into changing the organization, working with stakeholders, we should adopt change management methodologies. This, the same could be said when you're doing strategic planning, you should dip into business architecture techniques. So also, uh, a couple of the other benefits of a great, well-designed business architecture is decision-making is really clear, so you know who's accountable for what. Uh, you've got agility, so you can change to a market, so you're looking externally, um, pull to the five forces, and then you can look at how your organization can react. And, and it dips into a bit of, um, links into a bit of reducing cost, so removing duplication, uh, and it can even point off to Six Sigma, but at this moment, it really is the idea about business architecture is to kind of say, well, if your house, for example, has a, um, three rooms that are, you know, distinct and 
maybe you've got yourself, you, yourself, your partner and two kids, three rooms. Um, it's saying, well, that's the way you operate today. But an architect can see beyond those walls. They can knock them down in their, in their design plan and go, what about this? And that's exactly what business architecture is about. It gives you freedom to not worry about where the walls are today. And that's the analogy that relates to a house build quite nicely. So looking really at the future. Um, so there's a lot of uh, frameworks that business architecture relates to. Uh, there's the Business Architecture Guild, which is the BAG. Uh, they have a body of knowledge, just like uh, the BAs do. So it's called, um, so BA, you know, it's the body of knowledge in terms of uh, Bulbock, and they have um, a Barbock, which is Business Architecture, a book of knowledge. So, you know, that's quite similar to the IABA, and they're probably a really good starter for 10 as the Business Architecture Guild if you want to find out more information. Um, the other major framework you may have heard of, or you should have if you've done solution architecture or you've dipped into that space, um, or you've used the tool Enterprise Architect, which is a tool, a modeling tool, um, it's all aligned with a framework called Tolgoff. Uh, and Tolgoff sta actually stands for the Open Group Architecture Framework. Um, and it's really known as being the most popular and widely used architecture framework. And the reason why Tolgoff's good, but usually associated with the building, so the solution architecture and the development around it, um, there is a, a whole area on business architecture. And so you find that sometimes business architects don't come from BA world at all. They come from a technical mindset from, you know, studying Tolgoff and then loving working with the business and then turning into business architects. So that's kind of the way that happens because, of course, we don't have a word called business architecture uh, within the BA space. So that is why um, you find that architects sometimes go into the space and it's a bit frustrating because they have different ways of doing things. But a great business architect is actually above that and they work quite nicely with BAs. So I'm going to give you, um, you may say to yourself, well, okay, well, isn't this the same as what you sometimes talk about, Ben, in terms of working closer to the left? So I'm going to talk about the difference between, or give you 10 differences between business analysts and business architects, okay, in the real world. And and you may have not, never have met a business architect. I think I've met one. Okay, New Zealand is small. Uh, I've worked with architects, technical architects. Usually when you say architects, you, there's a implied IT architect at the front. But uh, a really good business architect, I've only really worked with one really good one. So it's much more popular to be a BA, um, well, at least in New Zealand. So let's go through 10 differences, and this will give you an idea. Um, and I might debate some of these differences along the way. Uh, just to give you my perspective, and remember, I am a, I guess, progressive uh, business analyst, and our institute is talking about moving BA forward, and part of that you could say, if I just really was to keep it really simple, it's around moving BAs closer to business architecture, okay? Not to the role, but there, I feel like the gap is between where BAs are today and closer to this role. So these differences will highlight, um, obviously, the difference between a BA and a, a business architect, but it'll also point to some of those uh, gaps there that could be filled by senior BAs. Okay, 
the number one kind of difference is focus. So business architects, they focused on the overall structure and future of the business. Okay, so that that's it. They're not bogged down with the individual initiative, even though they might help uh, scope or prioritize those. So business architects design and optimize business models Okay, business models. So which model might be best for this market? Is it, should you do, you know, like an Airbnb marketplace model? Or should you just sell to consumers directly? So quite, you know, very high level. The capability, so what does the organization, what areas of the organization need to exist to support that model? So like if you're selling your Airbnb, for example, you will need a sales division or a sales team. The value stream across the process, uh, across the organization. Sometimes they said as the processes across the organization. I'm going to say value stream, and 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 as it's a different world, but you may have heard of value streams with people that deal with Kaizen. For me, a value stream in BA world is the customer journey in the most optimal way. Okay, and the value stream is the organization view of that. So for me, it's level process level one. Uh, in your BA world should be the value stream, okay? Um, and then below that are the capabilities we need. So BAs, though, um, and this is true, very much true, and I believe it too, are very problem-specific, right? And their job is to work within a project to deliver solutions, be a product, service, change. And so they are looking at the requirement around that problem um, domain processes and then the gap generally between IT and the business and the gap in terms of current or future state. So that's the difference. So kind of facing the different direction, back to back, BA looking almost down, but but down, but as a result of strategy. Whereas a business architect's looking up, even defining the business. Okay. So this is a the house and then the builder, if you like. Scope. So BAs primarily, and this would be true, are looking at individual projects, initiatives. Okay, so they usually focus on one area, one scope, defined scope, one business case. Um, yes, you might have an enterprise business analyst who's working across the organization in terms of processes, but they might be looking down. And business architects, they look at the entire organization. They take a holistic view. So they look at all parts of the business and their interaction. And the reason that an enterprise BA and a business architect could work together is that the business architect, again, they might be standing back to back. The business architect is looking across the organization but responding to strategic needs. And then the enterprise BA might be looking at how the enterprise deals with those needs. Okay, so there is room for both there. Uh, in terms of activities, BAs are, uh, you know, trying to elicitate requirements, analyze data, document processes, create user stories, facilitate workshops, and really they're going from the what to the how. Okay, so they're detail-oriented. You even get BAs who are, you know, quite systems analysts, um, who work quite low. And a business architect, are, again, looking at business models, they're looking at target operating models. Okay, so looking at like what operating model might actually work, uh, you know, what divisions do we need? They do look at capability maps, so they do capability maps quite a bit. So they might say if the organization needed these 12 capabilities, or it's usually about 23. If you look at um, the APQC model, there might be like 23 high-level divisions from sales to product management to HR to IT, those kind of things. 
uh, those big boxes. You could develop capability maps and then grade where we are today and where we want to be in the future. Uh, they're looking at really aligning business and IT strategy. And I'm, current, I'm currently working on a consulting piece of work where a need for a business architect is huge, um, but also an enterprise solution architect or enterprise architect, they call them, um, to work with a business architect. And, you know, the fact the organization doesn't have that and it's quite IT driven is causing issues in terms of uh, trying to get some wins there. Um, they might re even recommend change initiatives, uh, business architects, and they're strategic thinkers. So they're f focusing on the why. Okay. And, and, and the what, where the overlap is with the PA. Uh, the skills, I guess, are BAs need to be really analytical. They need to communicate. They need to have knowledge of business domains, uh, learn quickly. Uh, they generally understand the tools that are there. Um, I would say that, you know, a process modeling would be number one in terms of how I train uh, junior BAs is start doing process modeling. Uh, enterprise architects are more strategic thinking, change management, like I said, Togoff frameworks, and even business modeling techniques. Uh, they may have, um, it, it is very, very close to MBA kind of stuff as well um, in terms of those strategic planning techniques. A BA will have, you know, a bachelor's degree in business or business analysis. They'll have a certification like um, the Certified Better Business Analysis uh, certification that we offer. Uh, business architects will generally uh, be more in the, yeah, might be an MBA or they'll have an enterprise architecture certification. And that's the reason why those two worlds of uh, body of knowledges don't kind of overlap. They've come from a different place. Um both of those roles work closely with the business stakeholders. Okay. So they might both be talking to the same people, but a business architect would be managing what we call managing up. So they manage up with senior leaders. They should be um, invited to the exec. Um, and so, you know, BAs would be more down at the SME level. In terms of career paths, I mean, BAs can progress to um, architects, but generally um, what you will find is that the career path is really, like I said, from the architecture space to um, kind of um, business architecture. So there are just some differences there. I try to list off about 10 um, or two for each area of the five. So we talked about focus, scope, activities, skills, and education. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, so that's really the difference between business architecture and business analysis. And you could say, well, that's nice. Um, why, what does the IIBA think about this? What, what is, what is the official International Institute of Business uh, Analysis? Um, what do they think about business architecture? Do they have a response to it? Because I, I find that fascinating. Um, and they don't have a dedicated certification. Uh, we also don't. Um, I'm just not that much of an expert. I would consider myself a, a medium-level business architect myself. Um, I uh, am not at a position where I'm an expert to be able to teach others, uh, but I really do enjoy uh, that space. Um, so I, I was interested to find out what is the IAB actually, does it acknowledge the existence of um business architects and how does it how does it talk about that um and of course you know i have my opinions on the iaba i think they're great but they are 
very much stagnated in terms of respond, responding. They're not active in terms of pursuit of progression. So they do define business architecture. They do talk about it. Uh, they talk about them that they're related but distinctly different disciplines. They define business architecture as the practice of designing and developing the blueprints for an organization's capability, processes, and information flows. I don't like the word process there because, like I said, that looks that very much dips into the BA space. Um, it kind of talks about the fact that business architects are BAs. I wouldn't say that's necessarily true. I guess if you if you if you take the definition of BA being everything, then you could say that. Um, it highlights the need for business architects and BAs to work together. Um, you know, helping with the bridge between IT and business and then looking for an overarching framework. It talks about there's a transition from BA to architecture. Uh, they, there's even a couple of resources called Business Analysis to Business Architecture, Why Make the Shift. Uh, it's a webinar that can tell you about the differences and prepare for the transition. Um, but if you really want to study what architecture is all about, I would suggest the BA BOP guide. Now, that isn't, <laughs> it's about the same as the uh, business analysis body of knowledge from the IABA, which is BARBOK, and it's B-A-B-A-K it's -A -A with a small, um, sorry, OK, so um, B-A-B-O-K. And so it's about exactly the same, just with a small OK. Uh, to represent the architecture space. So it's quite interesting they've even used the same name there. Now, they do reference each other. Uh, so they kind of, you know, it, it's, I guess they're talking, they're taking the safe route here. Um, I would say that you, it's not overly helpful to look at that. I think for me purposely, I would say that there is, I would, my own definition is that there is an overlap, but the business architecture space has matured and is ingrained in the TOGOF methodology and the architecture space. And the BAs have come from another line. If you think about those as two parallel streams, and there is a, the level that's a, more strategic is business architecture in which a BA will act on some of the initiatives that a business architect might do, okay? And if you were getting into the enterprise BA space uh, and you weren't satisfied by just looking across the enterprise and you really wanted to get more into a strategic space, I would say that would be when your transition to business architecture uh, would make sense. And I do think that, uh, I don't think that an enterprise architect, which is supposed to look at both technical and business architecture, is quite the top. I actually think business architects are the top in terms of that kind of highest level analyst for the organization. Um, so don't, what I'm trying to say there is don't feel like you are throwing away your BA career by looking at uh, business architecture. Um, but I would say that it helps to have a very strong uh, senior BA experience, maybe 10 years, um, and, and, has, and have worked, sorry, as an enterprise business analyst for a number of years and understand the fundamentals of business and a little bit about architecture. And then maybe you look at dipping into business architecture as your kind of final career before maybe moving into consulting. Uh, if, you wanna, if you're not going to be a manager, 
I would say this is kind of like the highest level specialist role you can get. Uh, business architects do get paid well as well, uh, but there aren't many jobs out there for them uh, because not every day businesses are looking at changing their models. Uh, so you do find that uh, these roles uh, or their skills that they provide are sometimes provided by, say, the uh, top four, the Deloitte's and the PwC's and the KPMG's of the world who have templated uh, ways of doing this. So I hope that I have given you a little bit of an insight in terms of business architects who look at the strategic planning side and business model side and value streams and information um, and capabilities that an organization needs to have in place in order to operate effect effectively. And you know the difference between that and what BAs do, which is more looking at the projects, the initiatives, you know, activating the strategy, actually doing some stuff um, instead of just designing it. And now I'm not minimizing that. I think it's really important to have the stuff in place. I'm very passionate about myself. And I'll leave it there. Mm -hmm.